2: I'm Hallie Labonte welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community so they can bless your soul. What a treat and a treasure. Well, friends, I just wanted to share a little something with you this week because I'm doing a walk through the Bible devotional and they pair up an Old Testament thing with a New Testament thing. And I always find the OT to be a little harder and, you know, less, less emotionally compelling. And so I'm really trying to learn from the OT. And I came across something real neat this week in Leviticus 18 and 20, and I... I I thought this was really funny. I wanted to share it with you. Did you know that there was a sin so bad that God made the land vomit? That sin can make the land vomit. And, and the whole takeaway from it was do not defile God's laws because in Leviticus, everyone was defiling God's laws. And God got so mad at the actual land that they sinned on that the Bible says the land vomited them out. Isn't that so cool? So let's not do that, America. Let's not make this great land vomit. Okay. Well, just like Tamar had Amnon, I've got Greyhouse with me, everybody. Welcome.
0: Hey, Hallie. It's so good to see you. So good to be here.
2: Yeah. I, I, I think you're um, looking like springy. You got a fresh haircut. You got a new tank top.
0: Absolutely. I'm just so I'm really enjoying this great Indianapolis spring weather. It was about 48 degrees this morning and uh, just a perfect weather to, you know, go out and throw the frisbee.
2: We're thawing out. I love it. We're Absolutely. thawing out. That's so great. So what's going on with you and your Climax kids? Well,
0: you know, I had a bit of an incident this week and um, I wanted to tell everyone about it because, you know, a lot of my kids, they they like to push the boundaries and they like to, they're in a, that, that age that I've, I've become accustomed to where they, they're trying to rebel a bit. Yeah. And I had this one kid and I don't like to say names on the podcast, but his name was Raylan Bannerman. And Bannerman is one of those guys that... Um, he likes it. He, he's a, a bit of a flirt. Oh. And he, the, the, a lot of the kids are doing this thing right now where they wear the, the, the under trousers uh-huh. a bit high above oh. the, the pants. Oh. And then they the they wear the pants a bit low. Right, right. So you could always see his boxer shorts coming up a bit high. Oh. And, you know, he, he likes to wear the boxer shorts that have got, um, you know, names a, a, across the, the belt, oh. the waist. okay. And I kept saying, hey, Raylan, you're going to pull those up because... Oh. Uh, we don't want to see what your under trousers look like. And it's really not, um, you know, if you're trying to get a girl's attention, that's not, that's not a positive way to do it. That's right. And, uh, he, he just kept sort of shirking that, um, Uh advice. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to pants him and I'm going to do that because I think it would be a fun way to say, Hey, you got caught with your trousers down. I'm just going to, um, you know, pants you in front of everybody. Now, Hallie, what happened, it was a bit unfortunate, because Mm. when I went to pants him, and if people are unfamiliar with that term, it's where you grab the trousers and sort of tug them quickly. Sure. And when I pantsed him, he actually wasn't wearing the boxer shorts that day. Oh, no. And so then his trousers came down a bit, and and that wasn't even the worst part, Hallie. It's that actually Raylan has a bit of um, what they call uh, a vestigial tail. What's that? You know, Hallie, what it is, is it's a bit of skin that didn't never um, kind of uh, smoothed out. So it looks kind of like, um, have you ever seen one of those Vienna sausages? Oh, yeah. Sort of looks like a Vienna sausage that's kind of grown at the back base of his oh, back. Okay. I think yeah, he's I a bit insecure that. about it. Sure, yeah, yeah. I said, hey, Raylan, you know, I apologize for pantsing you. I didn't know you had that. Um, and so now we're just sort of prayerfully working through whether he should keep it or not. Or, you know, I'm trying to point him in the direction of a good surgeon.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I had a salamander once who lost its tail in a fight with a lizard. And you know what? It just had a little nub there for the rest of his life, and he was fine.
0: Right. Yeah, he could right. get it
2: taken off. That's so cool. Did anybody see it besides
0: you? Um, I think most people saw it, Because yeah. oh, okay. I did it, and yeah. it got caught on the IMAG. Yeah. That, that can, was the problem. Oh,
2: yeah, that can be so embarrassing.
0: <sighs> How was your week, Hallie?
2: Oh, you know what? I, I was thinking I had the most interesting conversation with my son, Day. You know, I wear Red Door Perfume.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you always smell great.
2: Thank you so much. And I really like Red Door. I feel like it really kind of describes me aromatically. And um, my my son got me Red Door. I know he, uh, he got me Red Door, a new one for Mother's Day. And so I've been really spritzing it on and all that. And we got into a conversation about Red Door where I said, you know what, Day? Do you know what Red Door comes from? It's because, you know, God created an angel of death that was going to kill all the babies unless you put blood on the door. Oh, and right. a Red Door keeps you safe, right? And Day Such said, a great
0: idea for a fragrance. Isn't
2: that so cool? And um, I, I'm not even sure if that's what the perfumery, you know, where it comes from. But it's probably subconscious to them because a lot of churches have red doors. Houses have red doors. It keeps you safe. Day said, you know what, Mom? You're so against abortion. But, you know, the angel of death, I mean, that's f- straight from God. He wants to kill all the babies, all the Hebrew babies, all the Egyptian babies. He's a pretty prolific abortionist. You know what I mean? And I said, no, Day, it's totally different
0: that's right yeah I don't think it's really about as much the the um the killing of the babies as who gets to do it see, that's and, right. right see
2: because if it's the angel of death that's a way that's different a, that's story fine. than if you go to a clinic you right. know what I'm saying
0: I always think I would have been a bit forgetful and forget to paint the door and then you turn around and you're like oh shoot that's right you know, one of my kids got killed yeah
2: but then you're not going to forget the next time you know what I mean
1: that's right
2: We are definitely too blessed to be stressed, which means we got to move on to Too Anointed to be Disappointed, where we meet some of our anointed friends in our community. Just like God tried to kill Moses for not circumcising his son, we've got a couple of guests today that are just going to kill you, the Star Brothers, Mason and Sandy Star, everybody. Good How's to be here. Going?
3: Good to, to be, be here. here. Good to be here. What a day to be here doing an interview with you guys. We're 68 so excited to have you. and balmy inside. That's right. That's right. Appreciate that climate control. Always like to have it. Don't don't want to sweat too much Yeah, under the old pits.
2: That's right. And if, if you get nervous or anything, we can turn up the AC.
3: 68 and mild. I love it. That's how we live. 68 and mild. We are the, uh, used to be the announcers. People probably I'm recognize I'm sure us. they recognize us. I don't have I to tell them do. twice. Used That's to be right. the announcers for the Indiana Pacers radio broadcast.
2: We had millions and millions of listeners, didn't we? Well, well, I don't know
3: about millions. Millions, millions feels like a lot, but I still tens think Tens of thousands. We <laughs> owned a good share of the market, which is what we told people.
2: Now, what, what 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 was your favorite part of when you worked for the Pacers? Were you like Kobe?
3: Nope, I liked uh, hanging out with the Flying Dutchman.
1: Oh, right. well,
3: that's part of why we were ultimately released by the Pacers. Look, you oh, live by Rick? the you live by the Flying Dutchman, you die by the Flying Dutchman. That's Rick what they always Smith, say. Well, he. So we we went out with Rick Smith's one night. Every Ooh. night. Every night went out with Rick Smith. Well, there was a night where we were tying a few off, and uh, oh. I don't know if you guys know about that, but we were tying ta- a few ta- off. Talk about the land vomiting. Hello. <laughs> uh, and we went out there, and I'm telling you right now, we said, hey, tonight we're, we're going Dutch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which he seemed to think meant that we were taking him out to dinner. Well, the bill comes down. We thought he was going to pay for half. He is 7'4". four. Sandy, oh, wow. Sandy goes down and says, we'll take half. You take. No, I said to the guy, I said to the, we're, we're taking half. Is it a waiter at a bar? I don't think it's a waiter at a bar. But you said to him, you said, we'll take half. I said, I'll take half to someone. Half goes to the big man right over here. He didn't take too kindly to it. And suddenly... And then- we stopped doing the broadcast. Yeah. Oh, all of a sudden we stopped no. doing the broadcast. Right.
0: I just love how I just love how you it's guys, life. It's yeah, life. it's just like you're doing life together. That's You're right. doing life together. And I mean, you're doing life with us now.
3: You know, not as I'm telling you, we, we called a lot of games, there were a lot of wins, there were a lot of losses, and that was a loss. Yeah,
0: that's
2: right. And you right.
3: got to call the loss with the same energy. You got to pull your pants up over your tail and take that loss. Isn't
2: that right? You got it.
0: So how did so just to give the listeners a bit of uh, so so that we all know that you used to call uh, sports games sure. mm-hmm. uh sport games for still uh, do. Still do. And now every single team that we've got here at the church which is you know a, a number of teams. A very yeah, a huge number You've of teams. You have an
3: elaborate sports network here. Now yeah.
0: you guys are calling all – all of the Twin Hills
3: games. Oh, yeah. We call all the Twin Hills games. We do the softball games. We do the soccer teams. Basketball. basketball. Kickball, kickball basketball, basketball. basketball. We called a cakewalk a week ago. We did and call that a was, cake uh, ball. It got a little ugly at the end, it but you know what? Hey, it took us... Someone tried to walk in with a pie. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, how does a cakewalk
3: work? You know, they play a little music. They take a step onto a spot, and then we, we call stop. And if you are on it's the spot... Stre- it's stressful. I mean, I mean we, 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 we've called some... We were calling the we calling. NBA the playoff of, games. Reggie Miller time in New York City at Madison Square Garden. I'll tell you right now, Cakewalk was more exciting. Wow, Cakewalk really? was a little bit more intense. It also
0: seems like you've got a bit of... You're sort of working as uh, the umpire as well as the announcer there. You're wearing got, a lot of hats.
3: I don't right. know if you guys saw the uh, World Series a few years back when Sheryl Crow had to play guitar and... You uh Harmonica and, oh, and do something right. she had like three things to I it felt like she un- had too, rolled the flag. She, she had too much to, to do. That, she had too much to do. Oh wow. that's what a cakewalk is. You gotta Sometimes put on a lot of hats. It, it isn't a cakewalk. Wow. To commentate a cakewalk, is what we always say. And people love This it. is no cakewalk.
2: Wow. <laughs> do you ever find yourself sitting on a Sunday service wanting to commentate the uh, what the pastor is speaking about?
3: I do. Sometimes we can't turn it off. Tell okay, you. I tell I wanna turn it off. My wife is a holistic medicine gal. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. She uh, got me into yoga. I did yoga this morning.
2: Wow. That's so great.
3: Uh, I don't believe it. Not great. Don't believe in it. Did it in jeans. He did it in jeans. Bad idea. Bad idea. idea. I don't own it. I don't know any shorts. Now
2: I know yoga can be controversial because its roots are in all those Eastern religions mm-hmm. that we know are just dead wrong. Yeah. So how do you how do you still um do yoga for God's glory?
3: I don't listen to anything anybody's saying, I just look at the woman in front of me and I'm like, is she doing that? And then I just bend down and so do it. So it's that.
2: just stretching. Yeah. That's good. They say stretching hot, and walking. will stre- extend hot, your life. Stretching. That's right. Yeah. That's stretching, yeah, mm-hmm. safer for the muscles, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
3: Now
0: do you feel like you guys are well taken care of here? Because I know that, you know, when you're calling professional games, you yeah. must be doing all right.
3: I'm not going to lie to you, brother. Got Uh, a lot of money. A lot of money in this this organization. If you took a look at what we're pulling in on this league, on the leagues that we do right here for this church, we're making more than we did with the Pacers. Really?
2: Wow, what what a blessing. What a blessing. blessing.
3: It is a blessing, and we will continue to do it and continue to ask for more money.
2: Wow. That is so great. Now, do you get individuals to pay you as well as the different sports ministries and teams and we all do.
3: that? We do. We talk to the kids themselves. We're like, hey, guys, we're broadcasting this. If you want extra mentions, you, you know go. how to contribute. That's you know? right. We pass the hat, as they say, is a term that they can understand here at the church. One thing, again, my wife, she's into holistic medicine. She wanted me to go to Burning Man this year. I don't, I don't talk to his wife. You don't? I do not say words to her.
2: Oh, she, that's your sister-in-law. You I don't speak? I will not
3: in her direction, but I will not speak to her. She taught Man. me how to use Venmo. So I talked to the kids. I said, you want to Venmo us some more money? Boom. Really? Yeah, yeah, you
2: can make more money on that. So Venmo. do you guys
3: have kids yourselves? Do not. Do not. Really? No kids between you? I said, I said, if I'm going to do this business, and I said he it you. He made the, a choice. I, Again, it, I said that to the waiter at the bar with is it a waiter? I didn't even know with Rick He Smith. was walking around taking orders. I said, I if I'm going to do this, well, I said, we'll do half with him. And then I said, if I'm going to do this business, I can't be, ha- kids can't be around me. That's Sandy true. elected not to have kids. Uh, I cannot. I cannot oh, have Mason. children. Hi. Aww. How come? I am barren.
2: Oh, I, really? <laughs> did you have the test? Did they ch- test your...
3: He had his tubes done. Oh. Well, I, no, well after that, I found out.
0: Wait, so I'm sorry if this is a bit personal, but um. so... I do understand the term barren. It's it's used in the Bible often, but... So you also got... Your, you found out you couldn't have kids, but then you also got your tubes tied.
3: I figured, look, you know, at that point, what's we, the point? You know what call, I'm saying? We call that gilding the lily. Right. What I... Look... We're already down... It's now, the joke on the joke. I'll make right. a baseball analogy. We're already down 9 nothing. It's time to pull the pitcher. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, I don't... I've never actually watched time, a baseball game.
3: Well, it was time to pull the pitcher. It was right. time to pull the pitcher. So, you ever watch cricket?
0: Oh, oh, I'm a... I mean, I'm a, a huge cricket fan. Right. You got Yeah. I've, in in Australia, um, cricket's big. We also have Australian rules football. Mm-hmm. We also have... Um, uh, we also have a game that's just uh, played in the Outback called Cup Touch. Ooh. Cup Touch. I'm not sure if you, you ever... Um, I have not heard about Cup Touch. So Cup Touch, basically the rules of it: if is you've got two cups of mead mm. on either end of a 500-yard field, mm. and the whole um, goal is to run from one end of the field to the other. You, everybody's got a stick, and you, you've got to knock the cup of mead Oh, off, off, over, over, off the uh, a stone that it's sitting on, and you know, five hundred yards, quite a distance. So once you've really sprinted from one end to the other, to and then you know, obviously, you, oftentimes you don't get there because you're tired, or you know, it's a hundred and That's like five football degrees, fields. Right, if you're exactly. looking at it. So uh, you know, and the, the we have two sets of announcers, one for uh, each end of the field, and then one
3: in the middle. Actually, I think we should make cup touch something here. We can pull it here. If can pull we it can. here at, at Twin Hills, that's right. So do a little. Do we have the field for? To, I don't for know cup if we touch? have the distance. Can but, uh, we do a Shetland, a mini cup touch?
0: There it, is a uh, there is a version of it called half mini court. Cup, yes, half court cup touch, but that's also called toddies. We call it toddies. <laughs> Makes and, sense, right? And toddies is played on an actually. It's not half. It's actually a ten yard field, but same amount of players. So it gets very. Um, can a lot you of hit the other hit.
3: player with the stick? Is yeah, what I want to know.
0: Yes, that's how you. That's um, legal. Absolutely, uh, it's basically if you're standing, you can be hit. And if you're laying down, you can't be hit, but you can be trampled.
3: See, I hear about a new game like that, and I think to myself, you know, that's another game that I won't see my children play mm-hmm. See? Oh, no wow. kids can't have kids cannot have children you know
2: the first time I ever met you two personally it was so fun we were walking in from the parking lot I had parked way out there I park way way out in like X or Y
3: because you want to be the first one out of there
2: see I try to get my steps you, were, my you steps. were a whole
3: cup touch field away from the old church
2: that's right and I'm walking in from way out there I'm getting my steps in and it was a day where I had brought in I have a corgi and I have a Frenchie mm-hmm. and I was bringing them in because I was taking them to the uh, children's program we were bringing in a bunch of um, everyone was bringing in their dogs because we were doing Noah's Ark. Yeah. And so we were trying to have real life animals so that the kids can, you know, uh, see the Bible come to life. Sure. And so I'm walking in with my Frenchie and my Corgi, and these two start commentating the dogs as they're coming. Because one Frenchie of them. Frenchie
3: on the outside. Corgi Cor- making a move. Corgi on the post. coming in. Corgi coming in. Frenchie making illegal contact, even though Frenchie wins. That's Corgi. a disqualification. Corgi takes it just like the Kentucky Derby this year. Yeah. Rough rough stuff this year. Rough. Oh, yeah. A lot of people lost a lot of money. Really? We both, I had a fiver on the Frenchie. Mm. Really? Just walking from the parking lot. We'll yeah. bet on anything.
2: This is how I I was introduced to these two star brothers, Gray. That Corgi so around fun. the
3: corner. I, I think I shouted, Corgi around, around the, the corner. corner. Here comes Corgi. Here comes Corgi down the whole stretch. And they're down the whole stretch. I called the whole stretch. He called it the whole yeah. stretch. All the way in. It's the home stretch, and he called it the whole stretch. Either way, we had fun in the parking lot. We'll commentate anything.
0: That is fun, you know, just to suddenly have two people commentating on just, you know, you're just thinking you're walking to work.
2: It was honestly so funny, and I loved it so much that they both said, you know, you can always contribute if you like what you heard, and I gave them each a 10.
3: We showed her how. I showed her how. And look, we told her, hey, we used to work for the Pacers. We always tell people we used to work Work for for the Pacers Pacers. because they don't recognize us by face. It's so cool. Just by voice alone. By voice alone, and I think she may have gotten that, and she said, thank you. You made that walk more special for me than it's ever been before.
0: Yeah. Now, do you guys feel like your spiritual life is able to influence the way that you call the games here? Because I know that with professional sports, it can be very secular. Yeah. And I just wondered if there's a way that you're, you're able to to fit in some of your spiritual life in the way that you, you call the games.
3: Well, one time, I think we went in the locker room and saw Dale Davis naked. Oh. And I said to myself, Dale Davis, big dude, big, 6'10", big and I said to myself, I think I just saw God. Yeah. Wow. So if that's spirituality. And we bring that to what we do. Yeah. And we try and bring that moment of seeing a naked Dale Davis.
2: That is so cool. Now who's very revealing. Is he a pacer? Who's he?
3: He was a pacer. He was a pacer, Dale Davis. May he, was... he rest in peace. And he's, he's not, not dead. dead. We oh, just want dead? him to get a good night's sleep. Oh, okay. We we'll wish that, that on people. people. Yeah. But I, I will tell you this. Uh you know, Sandy's wife is trying to get him into uh, alternative forms of religion and bring that into our work, oh. which we do oh. not. Do. She is likes that why to just you don't bring speak it up. to her? She, uh, well, I don't speak to her for other reasons, but I, but there, my wife to, wanted him to have kids. Oh, oh
0: your wife wanted want him, him to, to have,
3: have kids. kids. Oh, because and he knew that I can't. That was an issue. I, I can't understand she why he couldn't it. explain. Well, she that said to her. if you just do st- hot stone therapy. I said it's not going to work. You lay down, they put hot stones on your back. You might be able to undo whatever you do. Bottom t- line is, I'm not signing off on a broadcast saying namaste. Not going to do. That's right. So I've... did you try the
0: stone therapy, though?
3: I did not. I should have done it. Feels feels to... like that came from the we Will not right? listen to it. so
0: you're married, though. I am married.
2: Okay, Mason's married.
0: Oh, okay. Cause I was just curious why Sandy's wife was so invested in you having children. as your own wife- even want children.
3: My wife, uh, my wife is it wants an open relationship at this point. But uh, oh wow,
1: now
0: yeah. what does that mean?
3: I think it just means that she can, uh, you know, uh, seek fellowship with other guys. Oh, well, that's but yeah, we're thing. on the road a lot. You we know? know we're, we're calling a lot, lot of the games here at Twin Hills. We're gone. Twin Hills has us working. Right. Maybe
2: she. You should ask her for clarification because maybe she just wants more open communication.
3: You know what? I will ask her that.
2: You know, if it's mentionable, it's manageable.
3: I don't think they have the communication skills to have that conversation. Oh, I see.
2: Communication is the
3: hardest part about marriage. And I don't think Sandy's qualified to commentate on something like that. Oh, if
2: you were to commentate his marriage, what would it sound
3: like? I don't think Mason should be telling me what I can and can't commentate on. (laughs) Well, she just asked you to commentate on our marriage, and you couldn't even do that. Well, I'll just say this about the marriage. Unlike the Corgi, it's not coming down the home stretch.
2: Oh, oh, really? Sustainability. Well, I have an idea about maybe why she wanted you, why Sandy's wife wanted Mason to have kids. I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Because maybe people can't see you. You're identical
3: twins. Mm-hmm.
2: Or what's the two types of twins?
3: There's now? identical and fraternal. Now, my wife was into tech ta- She's making her own tapestries uh-huh. at all times. She makes her own hummus that she wants me to eat. She I worked at be. a sauerkraut factory organic and cleaned hot tubs for a brief period of time. In Santa Cruz.
0: Oh, I love a hot tub.
3: She sounds fascinating.
2: Yeah, she sounds great. But I bet this, since Sandy's not going to have kids, she wants to know what one of Sandy's kids would look like. And if Mason had a kid, then she would know what the offspring would look like because they have the same DNA.
3: Same DNA. I don't love it when someone puts their dreams into my face. You know what I'm saying? Puts Mm -hmm. it on my shoulders and say, you do this. It's right. Like when Dale Davis, a naked Dale Davis, walked right up to him, and you were eye level with his crotch. Yes, he put his dreams in your face. Right. Too much.
2: That's true. Now, what did you do? Did you avert your eyes? Did you just na- just gawk right at him? There's did nowhere you- to look.
3: There's, There's nowhere to look. You close even your eyes. you close your eyes and you still see it. That is oh, a very a- big mess. Like a, like a fire hose.
0: Now, did that lead to why you guys left the paces?
3: No, it was purely it was a, Rick- so incident, a Rick Smith- okay. Smiths, a Rick Smiths related issue. That night with issue. the server, with and the he, cocktail yet, waitress, to fly at the Duncan Dutchman. He well, he you know, he had a lot of seven four seven four Seven four. Seven four. Who are we to argue at that point? We couldn't argue I, I wanted to argue. I wanted to argue with you that who are we to argue, but you would Don't We let couldn't me even argue. argue about that. Couldn't even, even argue with, with each and other. And thankfully we found the church. That's a that's a way Listen, better paying job than what we have. I'm calling a lacrosse game this weekend. Ooh men versus women right. at the church. I just like how open it is that men can play lacrosse against women,
0: wow. right? And it's so neat too because men's lacrosse and women's lacrosse, one has pads, the men still wear their pads, the women don't. And there is heavy s- hitting. Right, different sticks.
3: Different sticks. But they
0: play now whose rules do they play by? The men men by the men and the women by the women? That's right. So who typically wins? I
3: you mean, know, every time it's different. That that's why they play the that's, games. That's, that's why you, that's why you lace them up.
2: My favorite thing I ever saw you two do was when you did the Derby Girls, when the South Bend Roller Girls were playing against Loved the it. Ragtime Indy. Loved it. They're so good. That flat of, track is really. A lot of leg
3: whips, a lot of leg whips, a couple of arm whips. A couple of arm whips. And there was a moment down at the end where we thought, uh-oh, she's not going to make this pass. Right. And then she then they whipped Skinny Minnie all the way around, and then she jumped over a, a three. Uh, of a, uh, it was like, I don't know if you've ever seen like an evil Knievel. Yeah. It looked like Jonestown. They were all laying down face down, (laughs) looked like they had died.
2: It was so neat, but you know what I think is cool about the indie uh, derby team is that they're like 13th in the world out of like 1,800 groups. They're number 13. Nobody will play them anymore because they don't want to hurt their own records, and so they got to play against these hockey guys yeah. who put the skates on. And hockey players can go backwards, and so these guys are up roller there. Skates. They're twice the size of the yep. girls. They yep. are going. They're skating backwards, and they're these girls them are hard. Yeah, hit they them up. hard,
3: and they, and they let fi- fighting is legal in hockey. People yeah. don't know that. I right. mean, who knew that roller derby would be all about forechecking? That's right. I mean, you get down in the corners there and you do the dirty work that you you might need to get in front of someone to disrupt their vision. That's right.
2: I like to watch hockey. I think it's fun.
3: Hockey is fun. It's the only sport where they let people fight until they uh, decide that, hey, that fight's over.
2: Do they plan the fights? Is it part of
3: it? They don't plan the fights. They don't plan the fights. They send guys in to fight other guys. Yeah. I wish they'd send a guy in to fight your wife for me.
2: Sandy, what's your wife's name?
3: My wife's name. Well, do you want her you want her rainbow gathering name? Oh, sure. Sunwater.
2: Oh, Sunwater.
3: Her oh, rainbow
0: cool. gathering name Sunwater. I okay. call her
3: by a rainbow. That's, and that is, her name is for Rachel. Those, her name is Rachel. Rachel but they, Rachel's Sunwater, Sunwater is. I call her Sunwater. Let me I will say not this. call his wife Sunwater. Anyone who's been around my computer knows that's our password, Sunwater. Says, Get out of the
2: bag. Oh, Sunwater. Rachel Starr, that's cool.
3: Rachel Starr, she, uh, you know, came from an Upper East Side Jewish background, uh, eschewed oh, all of that. The J word. Yeah, yeah. it's all oh, right. It's all right. J she eschewed all it. of it and now believes in mother earth or yeah. stuff.
2: And Jesus was Jewish. For
3: so a Jewish a while, people are okay for a while. He for was. a while he was Jewish.
0: Yeah. When do you actually think he became not Jewish? That's always, you know, something cause people will often throw that back in your face well, when I'll, you're a Christian. You I'll
3: say. do a sports analogy for this. The question is, you know, when he goes into the hall of fame, which, you know, that's a first ballot hall of famer, Jesus Christ. What team, what jersey is he going to be wearing? That's a great point. The he a lot of good work the His own religion's is jersey. Is he going to go in as a Jew, Jew? or is he going that's to go right. in as a non-Jew? That's right. And that's the question. Here's my question. When Jesus was interviewed post-game, post-crucifixion, who did he give all the glory to? Well,
2: that's
3: nice. right. you dad, know what I'm saying? Gave it to dad. And you know what? I'll tell you this much. I think the guy could go in either as a Jew or a non-Jew. Yeah. And I don't think anyone could argue with that. It's like Albert Pujols.
2: Oh, pool holes. I mm-hmm. like him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, do you think, now, so just, sorry to, be, is the, in the analogy, is the Hall of Fame, is the Hall of Fame heaven, or is the Hall of Fame the tomb, or?
3: I mean, the Hall of Fame, to me, is the holy realm for the King of Kings. I mean, that okay. is not, we're not even talking about heaven. Heaven's, heaven's a larger a area. Heaven might be the atrium that you right. go into oh. initially at the Hall of Fame, and oh. maybe you bring, like a salad from Trader Joe's in there and you eat that up. But mm, sort the, of the foyer. The foyer. I mean, mm. look, you could go to a salad bar at a more expensive supermarket or you could get a pre-packaged Trader Joe's Crab I don't Crab they have Louie. a salad bar at Trader Joe's. So they not do not to, have a salad bar at Trader Joe's. Not to create it, not to form a correction for Sandy, but I don't think there's a salad bar at Trader Joe's. Not, we all know. We yeah. all know there is I love one. a
2: salad bar. I like them at a restaurant like a Bonanza and stuff like that. I think it's better than at the grocery stores.
3: One time I saw a salad bar at a strip club.
2: Really? Oh, have
3: you been to a strip I've club? I've been to a strip club, of course. Went out with Rick Smith. Rick Smith. Oh, what really? We that was I said, awesome. He said, I'll pay for your table dance, and then boom, gone. Out of there.
2: Was it hard to avert your eyes all night that night? When It we was hard
3: helping? to avert my eyes from the, the, the fact that stripping was happening so close to the salad it bar itself. Salad. Nobody's wearing a hairnet on top or on the bottom.
2: Well, did the salad bar have the sneeze guard?
3: It did have a sneeze you guard. You can't have a sneeze guard come low enough. That's right. At a right. salad bar. A strip that thing has to be like. It's
0: be sort of an aquarium, my you,
3: you know when you go to the bank and they've got like bulletproof glass down to the, all the way down and you can't, you can slide you your slide, plate in you and, slide and tell what, them what you want. That's right. And then right. they bring it Someone's back Someone's working, to. like a small person working inside the salad bar. Yeah, you
2: say, I want a few more chickpeas. And they just appear in that little divot, mm-hmm. and you get a few well, more chickpeas. you chickpea. got
3: to say chickpeas, because if you say chickpea, then you get something different in the old champagne room. That's you got to be very clear about way you say it. That's a different order a strip I, I specifically say, I would like a few more garbanzo beans. Oh, meal oh. my, Sandy, you got it again. <laughs>
2: I feel like God made you to be sports announcers, because listen to their voices, Gray. They're
0: perfect.
3: Oh, the timbre
0: of the voice is just so nice. It's Gray, really there's clear, a cadence.
3: It? There's a cadence to our speaking. That's that right. It kind of flows nicely. You know,
0: I did, for a while, though, um people used to ask me to commentate cup touch, and I, I, I was able to effectuate uh, the announcer voice quite well. How let's hear a l- little, let's bit, hear of a little okay, bit of that um, cup touch. Here we go. Okay, guys, there's a guy uh, is coming around, and he's going to touch the cup, and then uh, he's going to run around on the uh, – oh, he's getting pretty tired, and uh, oh, there goes the cup.
3: Paints a picture, Sandy. it's It's almost too descriptive. Now,
2: do you like Harry Carey?
3: We love Harry Carey.
2: He's a good guy. I liked was, him. My he, husband he was Lance was a big Cubs fan. He would do the singing. He would do the seventh inning stretch song. He
3: sang Take Me Out to the Ball Game, which one time we tried to sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game at a Pacers game. Oh, oh really? big mistake. Big mistake. That's oh. baseball. Don't do in you don't put the ba- you don't put your chocolate in my peanut butter. You don't put your baseball in my basketball. That's what people say. Wow. They were upset.
0: I also had a question. Uh, I've often noticed you two ride the, um, what are those bicycles? Oh, the recumbent uh, tandem bicycle.
3: I had a recumbent unicycle for a brief period of time. Then I attached. Tough to, tough to ride. I attached my recumbent unicycle to his, and we made a tandem recumbent. I, Duo cycle. It was basically a bicycle. a bicycle. It became a bicycle,
0: right? Because everybody know, always knows when you show up. You got that flag on it, and it's just really cool. I think I, I the key think
3: is cool. there are times when we'll show up at the Pacers parking lot and Market Square Arena, and I will, I, we will light the flag on fire oh, just, just to, to like, send a message. Say just hey, to say hey, look here, here, look at who's coming, Star
0: Brothers. Now, now, does anybody ever get upset because it is a small American flag?
3: You'd it, think a lot of people would get upset, but uh, you know who, you know who comes up to us mostly. Is service people and they say thank, thank you, thank you Thank you for your service because wow. they hear our voices and they know it's us. It here come those Star Brothers. Truth. I think the truth is uh, a lot of people don't pay attention to what we do, mm-hmm.
2: so mm. uh, it doesn't so, seem
3: to be a big issue. We can fly under the radar. That's so cool. Yeah.
2: Now, I feel like sports sometimes can be violent. And I wanted to bring this up because I'm raising a teenage boy. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he brought up the fact that football, you know, with all these head injuries and these football players are always punching the women and their lives in the face and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And it's very, you know, and um. but my son, Day, he was like, well, mom, the way they line up and they face each other, it's battle. We're recreating battle. And I said, is that true? Football is just we're recreating battle for men to be able to pretend like they're at war. Is that true?
3: It is true, a little bit. Sandy's wife thinks it's uh, got homoerotic overtones. Yeah. Oh, is that true? She can't look. Look, they're patting each other on the, pat on the butt. He's reaching down and sliding his hands under his ba- backside. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing. Yeah, right. he comes up behind the the the, the quarterback does reaches get... under like he's about to deliver a baby. Yeah, and they, there's a special relationship when you feel those those when knuckles when you're, graze when on graze that graze that tank. the undercarriage of a large man underneath you. Take it off and hike it in there. I guess that guy in the
2: front has to be, he has to trust him, doesn't he?
3: Put it this way you got to get him a, a Christmas gift. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't, if you don't get a guy a Christmas gift, a, gift and your knuckles have, have grazed his undercarriage, what are we even doing? Now, I mean, do
0: you think it's good that we have a full contact football team here for the church? Because a, a lot of churches do. I do. Don't have and
3: that. I'll say this no pads. No I pads. love that too. Right. Just let, line right. it up and let, let them, them go. Let line them up. Let those kids just hit each other. Right. And I then, love it. For the Lord.
0: And it's been it's been a great way, I think, for fathers and sons to really bond.
3: Well, I like that the fathers play the sons. Right. I mean, we're talk- And we're not talking like 40 years old versus 16. I'm talking about 29 years old versus three. Right. Four or <laughs> five-year-old kids. Just straight up tackling, like flying out of nowhere. Well, we can't hit our kids anymore in this society. But, but you can when you're on playing on field. the football field. And I think oh. you, we don't even have the threat of it. Oh, yeah. And yep. you know, I don't know because I don't have kids and I won't ever have kids. But I'm telling you right now, that's part of the problem.
2: And it's biblical to spank your kids. It says, "Spare the rod, spoil the child."
3: Right? Thank you. Right. Thank you. Now, and Amen. you know,
2: as far as head injuries go, I feel like look at Muhammad Ali. He had such a good long life, didn't he? He, he still did. is. He still. Mah- he
3: died. He died, he died recently. Wait,
2: who's the one who lit the torch and was a boxer? That
3: was that Muhammad. That was Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali.
2: Yeah, and he had a long luscious life.
3: He did. Couldn't talk for the last twenty five years in of it. A chair, but. It was pretty good. I mean, that guy—you got to give him credit. That's one of those guys. You look back and you say, "That's—he's—he's he's a guy. He's that guy. He's one it. of the guys. Am I right? He's one of the guys."
2: What's the difference between football and rugby?
3: I think at Rugby—you got the rugby shirt. Rugby shirts. I'm a were big, real fan. big. I'm a big fan of the rugby shirt. You could wear a rugby shirt. Out to a decent restaurant. That's true. Early you, you, at you, a, like five o'clock, you pull it off. You can't wear, wear a football, football jersey. jersey. I mean, you try and wear restaurant. a football jersey out to a nice like an outback, Rugby jer- Rugby an outback shirt steakhouse. A- Rugby shirt is a a collared striped shirt, mm. and that's something you could pull up.
2: That's true. I noticed a lot of baseball players they wear belts. They wear a leather belt like they're we- wearing some like slacks, don't they? I,
3: I was watching curling, and I know you guys have a great curling team here. We've, We've called a couple game. of them all game. Oh,
0: yes. It's, it's amazing. I think we're the only church in America that's got a curling match. That's lead. true.
3: Yeah. That is I just like curling because you can wear like jeans mm. or cat. You can dress like you work at a boost mobile store oh, or Verizon right. Wireless. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do. They do. They have to. A lot of, <laughs> curling does not pay much, but I'll tell you what pays a lot. Calling a curling match for this church, we appreciate it. I mean, every you want us to do you want us to talk about your sweeping skills? Venmo we got a li- Venmo a little bit of cash on the other side.
2: Well, just like that smooth talking Ehud shoved his sword into the obese belly of King Moab, you've shoved some letters into our mailbag. So, uh, fellas, Sandy and Mason, you ready to answer a, a Twin Hillers question?
3: I am ready if there is money on the other side of it.
2: All right, I'll give you each 20
3: bucks. All right.
2: <laughs> now, um, and you can commentate the letter as I go if you want to. Right? Okay. <laughs> Dear Twin Hillers.
3: She's on the... She's She's already into it. She's at the beginning.
2: I just watched that Marie Kondo show, and I tried to clean up my house.
3: Very good. Great diction, great cadence. She's got confidence. And she changed directions quickly in the back.
2: The rule is that if something doesn't spark joy, you are supposed to thank it for its service and throw it away.
3: Really focused right now. Speaking truth, and she's driving straight forward. She's running north-south with Mm -hmm. this letter.
2: That's right. If I'm very honest, one of the things that just did not spark joy was a New Testament I got at a prayer retreat. Is Mm-mm. it okay to throw away a Bible?
3: Now here's where she lost us. That's the point where she got kind of lost in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah.
2: And she has a second follow-up question too. She says, the second thing that didn't spark joy was all the items in my home that belonged to my husband. Ooh. Signed, where's the spark? Mm.
3: Well, that makes sense in a major way. I don't like her taking shots at the Bible itself. Am I right? I'm okay with it. I'm totally fine with it. That, is that your wife talking or is that you talking, Sandy? You tell me. Wow, that's, it uh,
0: seems like you guys have got something to maybe talk about. Do you we don't it?
3: talk a lot when we're not on air and we're not calling comments. But when we're talking, we're always using this voice and uh, Mason knows what I'm talking about. Mason knows.
0: <laughs> do you think you'll ever separate the recumbent unicycles again?
3: We've thought about it a lot. I'd I've got se- the tools to do it, but I will not do it. Well, I'll tell you this. I ride in the back, and uh, there are times where I make him do most of the work. Not
2: going to lie. Oh, can you tell that it's getting heavy back there?
3: I can tell. It feels like a lot of dead weight Uh as I'm riding around in the parking lot, flag burning up top, but you know what? Sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes you got to just pedal forward in life. Sometimes you got to pull the dead weight. Sometimes you got to say, you know what? I'm not going to have kids. Maybe I'll contribute more to the relationship that is in my life that's real. Yeah.
0: I guess I would just say, Hallie, um, never throw away a Bible unless if you have to, you can use it for something else maybe that's not uh, just a Bible. You can use it to
3: hit your kids.
2: The Star Brothers were played by the Sklar Brothers, stand-ups Randy and Jason Sklar. Check out their podcast, Dumb People Town, and on Instagram and Twitter, they are at Sklar Brothers. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Lebon, and Grey Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon.